Hey listeners, if you're listening on your mommy's Spotify, you might be too young for our podcast. On this podcast, we talk about adult themes and drug references. I mean, I don't have knee pads for nothing. And sexual references. So let's go, girls. If you're too young, time to click off. This podcast is for listeners 18 and up. Philip, did you watch the BET Awards? Oh, girl, the tea is hot today, Miss Patty LaBelle. My she's back at it, girl. She's back, back, back again. <laughs> she's Where my background singers? And I couldn't have loved this. Uh, it probably wasn't the best moment for this, but she's known for that. Is it the best moment in front of the president? Is it the best moment in front of a tribute for Tina Turner? What about a pecan pie? Oh my goodness, girl. It's time for Hickory Dickory. Tick tock, fuck. Hickory Dickory Dock. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Aw, oh, fuck. So she's given her tribute on the BET Awards. Hearts on fire, not soul. She doesn't know the words. Good Lord. Why was she the choice for this? Yeah, where's Beyonce? Oh, I don't even know. This is a train wreck. Oh, here we go. Can't be wrong. Everyone's looking up. Oh my goodness. I kept hearing this voice. It must have been her backup it singer. It is. At least she knows the chorus. So where's Celine Dion? Well, I guess it is the But I mean, why wouldn't you have practiced this? You know? Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness, here we go. Look at their laughing at her. They literally are. Oh my goodness. Wow. 
Where the hell? Why weren't they out there singing with her this whole time? Because they had to wait for their entrance. Well, she's bringing it together now. Oh, oh, she said it. She does remember. That bitch said she didn't remember. She remembers. We're my background singers. If you're 21 or over, drink until you go ham. Oh my Smith. God. Do you remember? Did you know that that I clip swear went to you, viral I don't last remember year? that. You don't? Did, where was I? You were at the <laughs> National Christmas Tree Lighting. In D.C.? Uh, in D.C. The Clintons were there, and the oh. background singers weren't there. <laughs> and you went on, you were singing This Christmas, and it went viral like crazy last Christmas I time. I never saw that. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> but I'm glad I made a mistake. Hey. Where are my background singers? Oh my goodness, yeah. Well, you know what? Felicia, I think we resurrected her from the dead by calling the White House, darling. Biden delivers. Biden delivers. Thank you for delivering Miss Patty LaBelle. Which could mean it's only one thing. It's time for another high edition of high tea. And I am high, girl. That's all right. <laughs> I got my bubblicious. Oh, I need my drink, darling. But I, I have water, so Cheers. I don't it's time for high tea where we get high and spill the tea i'm philip and felicia here we go. All right, this is breaking news. In our last episode, Felicia stated how she's not been watching and just like that, you know, because she just couldn't get into season one and Mr. Big died, yada, yada, yada. Well, bitch, I've been watching season two. I said, fuck season one, I don't need season one. I picked it right up at season two and I love it. Oh, have you watched the fourth episode alive that just came live? Yes. I think that's been the best one. It's it's kind of like the old flavor. Yes, it yes. very much is. And I love the new characters. Um, and this is the episode where Harry does, he has his orgasm in the, his bladder, right? right? Yes. Well, see, Casper the Friendly Come. Yes, Casper the Friendly Come. Well, what's, what's really interesting is I've been listening to the Writer's Room podcast, okay. which is the podcast that accompanies the show. So each week they release a new episode and it's like my role, Michael Patrick King talking about all the ins and outs behind um, the episode and like what it means for the characters because they're like writing these characters. But this characters is different as, like, from the documentary, right? Because right. Are, okay. And so I've just been loving, loving, loving that podcast. N not is it on like Apple Podcasts? Oh yeah, you okay. can get it anywhere. Okay. It's called the Writers Room, and uh, listening to the way they come up with this stuff and they create is very much how we used to do it for TV or how I assume they used to do it, like on the Martha Stewart show or mm -hmm. whatever oh my god i wrote martha stewart a letter darling i'm telling you i but not to get i'm like i'm topic. like should we stay on topic i don't know what to do yeah we need to stay on topic here but i i i wrote her a letter darling so we'll see she has her birthday coming up it's august 4th and i know that and the whole reason i wrote her a letter was to tell her that i'm not a stalker oh but my I, god i love that but i love but i was like is it so then i decided not to send the birthday card and just send the letter okay. in july <laughs> I love this. <laughs>
I love this. I think you should let me read this letter. Well, because it was because the book had come out. Okay. And the, and that chapter about Martha and I was okay. in it. Yes. And I didn't want her to think that I was some stalker. That I was like, because I didn't, you know, when you're on live TV, I'm dealing with producers and like things like that. Cameras, so I didn't lights. really get to be with Martha until yeah. it, like, it was live. It yeah. was going. Like, you don't get Martha time unless the camera is on. And that's what they wanted. They wanted it. Authentic. Authentic. Right. Yes. So, you know, I didn't really get to say to her what I really had wanted to say in that moment because the cameras were on. We have to do a craft project. They're surprising me with Michelle Obama, yada, yada, boo. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I mean, there was just a lot going on. So there wasn't really a time to just like grab it. She did a touch. She did try to hold my hand, but there wasn't really a time where I, I could grab Martha and just be like, you fucking changed my life. Right. Right. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that moment, you right. know? It, it was all happening. You know what I it mean? It was real life. Like, it, was, it was like when Cinderella becomes Cinderella. Bippity you know? bobbity boo. You know? Like, that's what it was. So anyway, I wrote her a letter to tell her I wasn't a stalker, but I know her birthday is August 4th, so figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> Happy birthday, Martha. But I know Mariah Carey's birthday, too, and I don't stalk her. You know, when you're a fan, you're, you're a, a fan, you're a fan, you're a fan. Exactly. Back to and just like that. We were what talking a- about the podcast. I'm high. Can it. you tell I'm oh, no, high? Okay. So, Philip, who would you say is your favorite character in this new Just Like That? Well, let me just go back and say what I wanted to say. I hate the Shay and Miranda storyline. Like, I hate it, hate it, hate it. I don't want to see pussy eaten, but that's just me. I mean, I understand it's sex in the city and just yeah. like that, whatever. We need to have a lesbian component to bring in another, you know, well, new generation of watchers. in real life. And I do enjoy how Miranda's character is a little bit more carefree. She's out of the box. You know, she's coloring outside the, outside the lines. Well, and I get, well, and it just shows that sometimes life is messy. Yeah. But I have to embrace that mess. But it's uncomfortable to watch because I spend most of my time in that hell. And it is uncomfortable to (laughs) watch. Not as a lesbian, but you know what I'm saying in that dynamic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say I like all the all the characters. I like the lady, I, I can't think of her name. She her Birkin got stolen. I like her. Oh, yes. I love the episode when they went to the Met Gala. I actually wanted to see them at the Met Gala, but then the next episode. Did you get all over. of that? Do you know what that dress was? Mm-mm. So they're bringing back stuff from the show. And that was the episode. Oh, with the wedding the, dress. The, that was the wedding dress where yeah. with the bird on her head. Yes. We're big. I knew what that was. I wasn't oh, okay. sure what okay, outfit okay. you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, so like I get I get I get a little misty-eyed when I talk about anything fashion in that show. Oh, I just loved it. And I loved the fashion for that. And I loved how she was like, you still live with your wife? I need my glam crew. And she fucking left to go for the Met Gala. And I would have done the same. I thought it was so funny how Harry was like, I don't get to meet Rihanna. I don't get to go up the stairs. And then Charlotte <laughs> calls up her gay and she's like, we're going to the Mets. Oh, I'll yes. be ready in 10. Yeah, like it's it's my guilty pleasure. I'm so glad it's back. Um, And I was getting nervous because the first two episodes of this season, I was kind of like, have we gone too far with this? Like, maybe we should have ended. And now we're on episode four and I'm like, okay, thank God the magic is still here. I think it's good. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for... Introducing you? Introducing me and whatever. Coaxing me into watching the show. I'm glad I'm now a fan. But I still don't know if I'm going to watch season one. There's there's a few scenes from season one that I think are very, very important. Where she spreads Big's ashes and the, her look and everything. Okay. And can, do you want me to just tell you what yeah, happens? Yeah, you tell me. So she's in, she goes to Paris because if you remember in the series, that's when he goes to get her. Right. So she goes back to Paris. She is wearing this couture gown, darling. She is done up like Lady Di. I'm not even kidding you. She 
keeps his ashes in a purse that looks like the Eiffel Tower. Okay. And she dumps the ashes on the bridge that she saw him come. Oh, okay. And so, um, so that, like, that whole, that whole scene is like a must. So, she's in Paris. She's done up like Lady Di. Okay. So, who does she call? Her friend Samantha. Samantha! She's like, she, or she sends her a text. She's like, what about that drink? She go, and, and, and then the episode kind of ends and you think that she Samantha. probably left when dumping the ashes okay. to go meet with Samantha. And that's how the, it ends for season two or just yeah. that episode? Season one. Season one. That's yeah, how season, season one pretty much ends. And um, she's, you know, she's got her own thing going on. All the little side stories. Her podcast, her this, her that, you know. And so it's just uh, like, I mean, so that scene's important in season one for me. The funeral scene where the flowers come. With the lilies. That hit me. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean. Well, now Kim Cattrall is coming back for a cameo appearance. In, in the final two, episode. The last episode. And we talked about this because Kim Cattrall's done with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Well, she just did an interview on The View. She has her own new show called Glamorous that yes. just hit Netflix. Yes. And ironically, Glamorous debuted the same day as the new season of that, of And Just Ironically. Like that. Um, have you been watching Glamorous on Netflix? I watched the preview. I've not started the series. It's kind of all stuff we've seen before. It's like The Devil Wears Prada meets A Little Drag Ugly boy, Betty. But, yeah. You know, it, yeah. that's kind of what it is. It's like uh, Devil Wears Prada means Ugly Betty. And I mean, Ugly Betty was, Vanessa Williams was kind of Devil Wears Prada anyway. Right. So it's it's kind of, we've seen this before. It's familiar. And I think it's just kind of disposable television because of the fashions. That's unfortunate because I love Kim Cattrall. Right. And I and I, I really enjoy her too. So, but, she, so she was just on The View and she's, t- she's promoting her own show, but they brought up, oh, and you're going to make a cameo in season two of And Just Like That. And she goes, well, it's kind of um, interesting getting the a phone call from the head of the network. Like the head of HBO called her personally and was like, what can we do? Oh, if I'm going to come back, I got to come back with that kind of Samantha style. Yeah. Yes. I got to push yeah. it. And just like that, Kim Cattrall is opening up about her return to the sex and the city universe. Weeks after confirming she'll be making a cameo as her fan favorite character, Samantha Jones, in season two of And Just Like That, stopping by The View on June 28th, the actress admits the request came from above. It's very interesting to get a call from the head of HBO yeah. saying, what can we do? And I went, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get creative. And reuniting with Sex and the City costume designer Patricia Field was at the top of Kim's list of demands. And one of those things was to get Pat Field back. Oh, Because great. I just thought, you know, if I'm going to come back, i got to come back with that kind of Samantha style. Yes. Yes. i got to push yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, but the 66-year-old wasn't the only one thrilled to see Patricia back in action. As and just like that, costume designer Molly Rogers told E! News earlier this month, We were very, very happy since Pat's a dear friend of both of us. She and Kim have remained close after all this time. News of Kim's big return came as a surprise to many fans after she previously opened up to Variety about why she initially left Samantha behind. In 2022, she told the outlet, it's a great wisdom to know when enough is enough. I also didn't want to compromise what the show was to me. The way forward seemed clear. While Kim was absent from season one of And Just Like That, her character did make an appearance via text. 
Then on June 1st, she confirmed her upcoming cameo, sharing a screenshot of a Variety article along with Happy Pride. At the time, Variety reported that Kim, who has had long rumored tensions with Sarah Jessica Parker, filmed her scene on March 22nd without interacting with the cast or showrunner Michael Patrick King. But tensions or not, weeks later, Sarah Jessica told E! News this. The idea emerged because of the 25 years and um, wanting to celebrate that, but also acknowledge, you know, the affection that we had for, Mar for Samantha that we continue to have. And, you know, she's been present on the show in text form. So it just seemed such a nice way to put a, to put a face to the text and um, just have a moment. It's just a moment and it's a very sweet sentimental phone call that happens um, at a particular time in Carrie's life. And it's just punctuated by this, um, you know, this 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 phone call, and it's it's really lovely. And I hope, um, you know, I hope people enjoy it. And that's how she agreed. She filmed her perform her appearance, apparent uh, supposedly without Michael Patrick King, without any of the girls, and she insisted on bringing back Patricia Fields, mm -hmm. who styled her in the original series. She said, "If if you, if you want me, yep. you'll bring my girl back too." Yeah, because that was a whole thing. Why she didn't end up helping with the new series was that a whole thing? Because I feel like did Patricia Field do the movies or no? Yes. Okay. Then what happened with? And just like that, because that one gal that's like heavy set and blonde with that one guy that wears the fedora. Have you watched? And just like that, the documentary when they no. did the okay. When you watch that, it's all about the behind the scenes, okay. the fittings, the fashions, how they find these treasures, this that or whatever. It's a whole new group. And I feel like before there was never a miss, and every once in a while I see it, and there's a stumble. There's something that's not quite right. Like they're trying to force something. Okay, you know. Yeah. There's a whole like segment in the documentary called Hat Killer, things like that where Michael Patrick King said no to this hat in Paris, yada yada boo. But anyway, um, she said, if you want me, I'm filming it this secretly. This is what it is. And they secretly. made it happen. Oh yeah. Like this, the, sta the staff and the crew, not even Sarah Jessica Parker, which they say, didn't even know if she even agreed to it or they were even going to do the scene. Wow, because I would think that Sarah Jessica Parker was maybe watching it remotely. You know, like, That's like what I would have thought because she's kind of a producer. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And of course, course maybe i'm you know getting too deep into you know sometimes i think you go down to a, a twitter rabbit hole sometime clicking this clicking that clicking this clicking that and getting everyone's little take and in, in like you know snapshot behind the scene like that's why i like twitter oh yeah. you can go to like the fucking guy on the set snap the photo and there his is there account. he is yeah. on that day boo mm -hmm. boo you know the, the receipt darling you well, know how many episodes do you think there are going to be of just like that 10 i think 11 this season okay Okay. And I think the very last episode is Kim Cattrall. But in the first season, there was only 10. Don't quote me, but I think when I was going through what was going on this season, we were getting 11 new episodes. Well, I'm excited to see Kim Cattrall in the final episode of, you know, season two. Yes. And so far, it's not disappointing. Thank God. Because it's my show, darling. <laughs> and just like that. Oh, I love how Kim Cattrall um, had posted that on Twitter that she, when she announced that she was going to be on the show, and she said, with the caption, Happy Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride, bitches. Exactly.
Well, Philip, we were actually talking about Britney Spears the other day. Yes. With a slap heard around, the backhand heard around the world. Well, and you know why I find this so interesting? It's a basketball player most of us have never heard of. He's 19 years old. He's from France, you know? And she runs up to him in the middle of, where was it? Some Vegas hotel? When do you see celebrities just it, running it around? the Aria. When do you, when, that's where I had my wedding. Yes. And she, I guess this was like the second time she'd seen him. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go up to him. Oh, so you're, account, you're spilling the tea. Her account is she tapped him on the shoulder. He said, no, she tapped me on my back. Well, Brittany got backhanded by his security guard. Okay, yes. And... For a tap, not a pull or a push. Exactly. Right. And then she's saying, well, I, you know, he was swarmed. He was swarmed. She wasn't frumpity dumpity Miss Oklahoma. She was kind of frumpity dumpity. She still looked like Britney Spears. And then the next day the video came out and she does not tap his back. She does tap the back of his arm. Like his elbow. Because he's so fucking tall. He's a basketball player. She can't reach his shoulder. Yeah, she's just a little thing. As soon as she gets backhanded, you hear someone say, that's Britney Spears. Right, the guys so the guys that are kind of in the entryway. She okay. was recognizable. Well, sometimes and, I've seen her on, her on her social media and she does not look like she's been done up. And her statement too, she says... I'm Britney Spears and I'm used to fucked up shit. So this doesn't even surprise me, but I was swarmed by 20 fans the day before and my security didn't backhand any of those 20 people. Right. And here we have some 19 year old on a power trip, I guess, or at least his well, guard. I've been to enough shows and you know where I sit in the, in, in the shows. Like when I go to a show, we're front row. Yeah. Like we're not messing around. You got to see him breathe. You got to see him sweat. Right. It's a part of the experience. I've seen pretty much every act out there. And at every show, someone is hauled out and security is not necessarily nice. I'm telling you right now. So the fact that this happened to Britney Spears, when this has probably happened to several of her fans at concerts over the years or at appearances or whatever, I find it very comical. Number one. Number two, like Britney Spears or not, if this had not, if he had done that to anyone other than Britney Spears, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. No one would even care. Nobody would care. Because it happens all the time and it's just expected. You can't approach somebody. I don't care who you are. Their job is to protect that person. They don't care if you're the president of the United States or Britney Spears. They are. Their job is to protect that person. But in the video, you could hear her trying to get his attention too. Oh, I agree. I agree with that. But you know what also, also I find really suspect about this? This is all fucking stupid. She has a new single dropping this week with Will I Am. She's dropping a new album. So this is all like controversy buzz. Let's get everybody talking about Britney. Poor little Britney. You are now, now rocking with Will I Am and Britney, bitch. Britney got backhanded, and then Britney Britney snaps back with a boom boom beat. Britney Spears has a show on Broadway right now called "Hit Me Baby One More Time." I, really? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. She's it's a jukebox musical, only Britney Spears music. One of my friends saw it this past week. He said it was the biggest dance musical he's ever seen. Wiley, I want to. Damn it! It's I wish I would have known that. It's in previews right now. We're going. Oh, is it not in New York? It's in it another. Is. Oh, it's in previews in New York. Yes. Oh, well, we just booked our New York trip for our anniversary. Nice. In February? No. Oh, in August. August, yes. So all three of us are going because we met in August, we, you know, and everything. I got tickets 
to see Kimberly Akimbo okay. and Shut. I'm okay. so excited for those two brand new shows. Yep. I was going back and forth, some like it hot, but I fucking wish I would have known there was a Britney one. There is. I mean, you could still get a ticket. Well, but I mean, we're only there for three days and I already have yeah. two shows and yeah. there's so much other shit to do. Like, you don't want to bit... see Yeah, no, 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 no. We've seen that enough. I took my grandma to see that. That was fun. Good times. I want to know, have you tried the new mushroom gummies? Yes. Remember I told you I ordered those from elixir.com? Now I'm doing my follow-up. This is my new report, special report. This just in, Philip got those mushroom gummies. They're not mushroom, they're mushroom gummies, but they're like that fucking mushroom tea. There's no facetaminophen or whatever the fuck in this shit. So basically it's just gummies made out of mushrooms. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to eat that? Not me. So I emailed the company and I said, you know, I said, I said, I thought it was kind of odd that I was able to order these through the mail, first of all, you know, cause it's not really legal everywhere, but here, I mean, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to quote, I don't want to say that as a quote, how, how many other states allow mushrooms? psychedelics right now like it's less than pot the yeah. 23rd state just legalized pot so you can't tell me that there's more yeah. out there about the mushrooms psychedelics are new but that's disappointing they were just mushroom based plant yeah. based basically oh and I emailed them and I said well where's what's the psychedelic the, what's the point what what's am I supposed point? to do? what are we supposed to do here and they said well some people think that they get like a little bit of a euphoria or happiness and some people and I'm like I'm not taking just some random shit like our like the tea we tried Remember from like, what was that like episode one or two? We tried I would have said to them, tea. I would be like, well, some people also experience euphoria when they let a fart loose. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a euphoric experience. Well, good on elixir.com. Maybe they have a, an amazing product, whatever it is. I don't know. I shipped them their box back. They gave me a full refund. Good. They are a person of their word. I'm sorry I made a mistake. I don't want to diss anyone's business, but elixir.com.
Tom, when you start selling the real stuff, I'll start plugging it too. And I'll place my order for those psychedelics when they're selling the real stuff. Felicia, have you seen any summer movies? Oh, yes. Little okay. Mermaid. Okay. How was that? I loved it. I saw it twice. Okay. I have not seen it at all yet. I saw it in IMAX and then I saw it regular. Oh, wow. And I enjoyed it both times. Okay. I would say the Little Mermaid was more immersive, you know, in IMAX because it's huge. The director um, actually said to the actor who plays Prince Eric, he's like, I need a handsome sailor. I don't need a bodybuilder. So I guess the actor was getting too jacked. His arms was huge. And I noticed he had big biceps in the movie, but the director had to tell him to tone it down at the gym. Um, but I really liked Little Mermaid. Nice. It did not disappoint. And parts of it um, reminded me of Avatar. Okay. And um, it was just a really good story. They didn't fuck up. I don't think they fucked it up. Nice. Have you seen any other movies? I want to see the new Indiana Jones because we've been watching all of the Indi- Indiana Jones. And I think if you're an Indiana Jones fan, you kind of know what to expect or in the sense of a storyline. Sure. Because, you know, he goes and he discovers these crazy things as like a, I don't know, what is he? Dr. Jones. Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yes. An adventurer, an archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw Indiana Jones. Okay. And did you see the last installment where Spielberg was there and it was that Kristen, it, crystal alien head yeah. one or whatever? Yeah. Did you like that one? Well, I didn't like it when I first saw it. Okay. But I did recently rewatch it and I enjoyed it. For what it is. Okay. But Maybe I should give it another try. I hated that movie. Okay. And I saw this one and it's not the worst one, but it wasn't my favorite. Tell I mean, me it, this. Is the female in this new movie, is it his granddaughter? Goddaughter. 
goddaughter. Okay, is and Shia LaBeouf's not in the new movie. No, he no. And is this granddaughter or goddaughter in any relation to Shia LaBeouf's character, who's Indiana Jones' son? No. So this goddaughter, her parents are someone he's not even blood related to. Like Indiana Jones is not a blood relation to this girl. I, it doesn't. It, okay. I, I don't believe so. All right, because that's always like one of the most interesting characters too, the female counterpart. Because yes. the first one is she's Marion. She, she's in the fifth. She's 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 in this one. Okay, see, I like Marion, and then it goes to the next movie, and it's like the blonde who's yeah. like the showgirl. Yeah. Then it goes to the next one. You know that was Temple of Doom, and you know it, it just evolves. So um, I'm interested to see the new Indiana. So I saw it. Wasn't the worst. Wasn't the best. Okay. So there you go. We went and saw John Wick Four. Terrible. What the fuck is John Wick Four? Um, the homeboy from Speed movies, Keanu Reeves. Oh. Wasn't, what, what it, 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 don't waste your time. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible, but I have got to tell you, we went and saw a movie yesterday, and I got sneak peek premiere tickets for this. Amazing. Best movie I've seen all summer. The new Mission Impossible 7, Dead Awakening, or Dead Awakening, or something, part one. You have got to see that movie. Who and I'm the talking new... IMAX. Who's... Tom Cruise. Oh, really? Yes. And and I, I was like, why do I want to go see a part one? You know, I was like, this movie is three hours long. It feels like an hour and a half. Did you see it in IMAX? The biggest screen we could. Um, I went to the premiere, so okay. there wasn't really a, uh, like a choice. You, it's oh, three hours long, but it feels like an hour and a half because it's just amazing all the way through. Okay. Funny parts, you know, break it up. It's really, really great. Okay. One of the best movies I've seen since Top Gun Maverick. And I okay. really enjoyed that movie. And I've not seen Tom Cruise in like the media, like in the news recently. So I didn't even know he had a new movie out. I'm going to yep. have to go see that. So Mission Impossible 7, Dead Awakening. It is part one, but you get a full movie. You don't leave with that annoying cliffhanger. Yeah. You're like, oh, I should wait for the part two. Okay. You know, whatever. No, it is a good movie. Go see it. Like, All right. That's my recommendation for the summer. It was so, so good. I had such a good time. I might even see it again. It was incredible. Bing, 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 bing. Yes.
Drag Race All-Stars, top two, what do we think? Well, I think Candy Muse should have been eliminated. I'm sorry, but I think Candy is very mean in this season. Yeah, she is. She's manipulative. I mean, it is a game, and she's playing the game. I know she has a lot of fans, but I don't know if she's the most sincere. You know what I'm saying? And I personally think that it should have been Jimbo and Jessica Wilde in the final two, not Jimbo and Candy. But doesn't that just set it up for who's going to win anyway? But, you know, then they're playing the fame game. So... Not the mean girl from the season. But, you She's know, not now, now Jessica Wilde is in the fame game. That's what I'm saying. So right. maybe Jessica's going to win the fame game. But, like, the winner's going to slay the villain. Like, that's how it all works. That's how you pro- That's how you produce a show. Well, then if we're doing it that way, fucking... And if I'm wrong, I'm going to be totally shocked. But who's the bitch in the way, Philippines? Candy's winning this over Jimbo. Unless RuPaul pulls her bullshit where like she gives like the sorry queen the leg up yeah you know what I-, I would say if the winner comes out to slay the villain then Jimbo's going home because Pangina's gonna come back and eliminate her in the end <laughs> <laughs> well, she was just on as a lip sync assassin. So good. Um, but it's time for Hickory Dickory TikTok, TikTok Fuck. And I have the most hilarious video to show you. And I, this is off of Twitter. And it's Ricky Cornish. And I can't stop laughing at this video. I'm going to come over. He is interviewing Darian Lake from the new season. And he and she, she says, well, you know, as a fan favorite, and he starts uncontrollably laughing during, <laughs> <laughs> during the interview that she is totally fucking offended He's by cute. this. Oh, yeah. Hickory dickory dock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Oh, fuck. I told you that the fans have a big say in the season. They get to pick their own winner of sorts, which is pretty cool. I know, because being a fan favorite, you know, is... <laughs> I can't... They zoom in on Darian Lake and her face. The whole time. You gotta hold that for the mic because I can't... I can't do it and not laugh. I'm after you that the fans have a big say in the season. They get to pick their own winner of sorts, which is pretty cool. I know, because being a fan favorite, you know, is... (laughs) (laughs) The shade! (laughs) That is fucking hilarious. (laughs) To me, like, that has been the funniest thing all day. Like, I'm literally going to wet myself. Jesus Christ. So, Philip, my TikToker fuck is a Madonna video. Oh, yes! These compacts, these powders, start being thrown through the middle of the shot. 
and I thought, oh, well, it's just some fan, and that's really obnoxious. Hi, Courtney. And the next thing I know, she's like trying to get on the stage, and I'm trying to keep her down there. Yes, I remember this. Courtney, everybody's favorite. Come on up. Should we let her come on? Yeah. No, don't, please. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Madonna's outfit in this interview, okay? She's in Dolce Gabbana and she's wearing Gucci. Her top is Dolce Gabbana. Who the fuck went in there to intervene? Who's that a third person? Oh, Hillary Clinton or what? You see her hair? Madonna's rep. Oh wow. Courtney Love even still alive? Oh yes, and she's fabulous. She used to be married to Kurt Cobain, but she got herself all cleaned up. Interesting. So, last time I was... Oh, when we were in New York! I recreated that outfit from that interview. Remember my blue top? Yes. And black pants? Hold on, right here. I took this picture when we were gonna go out. That's one of my favorite videos. Oh no, this... What was this? Remember? Was this in New York when we went out? Yes! So, yeah, I, 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 I actually sent this picture to Robert Diamond, and I was like, I'm dressed like Madonna when she gets accosted by Courtney Love. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I love that for you. That was his response for me. <laughs> I just love our TikToker fuck segments. <laughs> I, I put that in the letter to Martha Stewart. <laughs> that you were accosted by Courtney Love? No, Le that me and Robert are like, you know, buddies now. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock, tick tock, tick tock. Oh, fuck. Basically. Hickory dickory. I was so excited to show you those Superman comic books. Because, I like them. Um, because it was like, it's like our gay ass shit. But I love, yeah, I, I love the like comic art. Oh, I love it too. Mm -hmm. um, Lichtenstein mm -hmm. does all that kind I of stuff. I want to get too. tattoos that are like that. Wow. But my next tattoo, I want it to be a merman and a human. Okay. 
And I want it to be like that style. Where? My arm. All right. I always said if I got a tattoo, I would get the Mariah Carey cartoon from the Heartbreaker video somewhere. I think you should. But I don't know where. Like, where would you put a tattoo? Your arm. Um, your neck. Uh, behind your ear. I don't know. Maybe. I have a friend who wants a face tattoo, so I just call her Post Malone. <laughs> All right, Felicia, it's time for the munchies. Oh, and the edible just started to hit. So these munchies are going to be really good. So, okay, so what do you want to start with? Pizza puff? Pizza puff. So I have a story behind this. So all growing up, my mom used to talk about her favorite snack was Pizza Puffs and Dr. Pepper. And so I've never seen Pizza Puffs. They're like Cheetos, but like pizza flavor. Yeah. And so they did away with them a long time ago. Who knows, whatever. And then like last year when she came in, we had that big brawl on Memorial Day, was she told me she had found him again. And she was like all excited. Well, then I went to look for him and I didn't, couldn't find them. The other day I'm at the store, I saw Pizza Puffs. Was it what store? Sam's Club. Sam's Club. So here we go. And I mean, and that's the problem with Sam's Club. You can't just try something. Bitch, this bag is a commitment. That's Look a at big this. bag. So what if these are nasty and I don't like them? Now what the fuck am I going to do with two gallons of pizza puffs? You can feed the birds. <laughs> All right, let's open this bitch. I think they're going to be good. All right. So these are pizza puffs. Ooh, they're kind of shaped different, huh? Then, like, they kind of look like your keychains. I've had these before. Yeah? Yeah. But they weren't this shape. But I've had this, like, flavor. I think they're good. Okay. They're not bad. I'm more of a crunchy Cheeto kind of person. Yeah, these are like air fluff. Air tell, fluff Cheetos. Tell me these don't look like that keychain you just showed me. <laughs> it actually kind of looks like a goldfish, some of these. Mm-hmm. I thought they looked like, like tiny dicks. Hmm. Or like a fucked up chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. Okay. These aren't terrible. That's what my mom likes. Loves okay. pizza puffs. You, If you don't like them, or if you don't want to keep them, mail them to her. There you go. <laughs> they could make great packing material. <laughs> don't they look like the packing peanuts? Yes. If um, we did that, and these were the packing material, what would... The fragile item be, or, you know, saying, like, mm. what would you pack? Well, this would be a great way to send pot through the mail, because any dog sniffing would only just smell the pizza puffs, but then probably go nuts for the pizza puffs. Want to have pizza puffs? But they're only supposed to bark if they smell weed, so they mm. wouldn't bark at the pizza puffs. Hmm. All right. Well, there you go. What do you think of the pizza puffs, darling? Do you like? I think they're light. They're not my favorite. Not a... Not... Necessarily a boot, but not necessarily a two. Right. Got it. Well, I will say this for the bag. It is full. Thank you. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> Want more, Philip and Felicia? You know you do. It's Felicia and Philip. Yes. Check us out on Spotify and SoundCloud or on Facebook at High TCast. With Felicia and Philip. Yes, of course. Ladies first. 
Let's be honest, we all have a thing for straight dudes, don't we gays? Flirting with the breeders, sleeping with the breeders, draining them when their wives are being bitch faces. It's a thing! Just gays being gays. <laughs> Listen, bitch, stream all episodes of High Tea with Felicia and Philip. Now streaming on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Hey there, boys. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.